On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Donlinger Construction, Mel Hambledon Ford, Eck Agency, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Big Corner Creative, Pepsi, and by I Cryo Recovery and Wellness. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Cripps. Well, folks, it's our last show of the year. It is finally here. We couldn't wrap up 2022-2023 without talking one more time to our athletic director, Joanna Pryor, wrapping up her fourth year as the Admiral of the Fleet. Joe, uh, it's always a grind every year to get to this point, but, you know, you're working so long, so hard, and there's so much time and effort that goes in. Basically, everybody, Jordan, you, myself, everybody in the athletic department, but at the same time, Gosh, this seems like it goes by fast every year. Yes, it's a, it's definitely a sprint um, within a marathon. Maybe <laughs> no, uh, but it's one of those things you power through, and then at the end you just crash. Yeah, it, it, you know, I know that everybody's ready for some time off, but we do have uh, some stuff we've got to get to here on our last episode of the Jetcast. I think I wrote it down, episode ninety-seven of the Jetcast here uh, to wrap up the season, and uh, let's first just talk about twenty twenty-two. 2023 uh, there's been some good highlights this year for the Jets uh, you know what's your initial impressions of the 2022-2023 season sure well I think we've taken a lot of steps forward you know I've I've always said um, going into the MIAA with with it being such a tough conference it's going to take time and yes. we have to be patient and we did that when we transitioned to division two and we're in the Heartland Conference um that took some time too. And so it took several years to start working your way up. And, and we did that. And I know that we can do that again, and it's just going to take some patience. But well, we've had a lot of great things. And one of them, obviously, starting out the year was uh, continued success for the volleyball program and with a first-year head coach and a really, really exciting core of players that's going to be back on this fall's team, and that's, by the way, is our next uh, Newman Jet Audio Network coverage will be this fall for Newman Jets Volleyball here at Fugate Gymnasium. That coverage is planned. If you want to be a part of that, uh, you can email Zach Brake at brakez at newmanu.edu if you'd like to be a sponsor or become a uh, member of the Aviator Club to sponsor some of those broadcasts. We'd love to have you aboard, but I know that Coach Compton and I am very excited as well to see this nucleus come back that had a lot of success and was really pretty close to having some top 25 wins this year too. You bet. Yeah, they, um, they've been working this spring, and they've played in some uh, – you know, out of season scrimmages, and and I know she's seen some great things from a lot of the members of that team, and so I'm excited. Of course, I coach volleyball. So. Oh yeah, so the, <laughs> it's it's a program near and dear to your heart, and I know that a higher near and dear to your heart uh, was Coach Grunzel. His first year in the women's soccer program got his first win, and I know that that he's hoping for you know a next step and a, and maybe a big step coming up this uh, this coming fall. Yeah, you know something about uh, Coach Dylan is uh, his positivity and that's something that he brings to everybody here on campus every single day and some of the things that he does with his team to make sure that they're not as stressed 
as some might be. Uh, they just had sort of a little Olympics, you might say. So yesterday afternoon, uh-huh. they played five-on-five basketball. They played volleyball. They are doing walking soccer today, and I thought I might need to see this. Wow, I don't um, know what that is. I don't either. <laughs> so I, when he said walking, I was thinking he was going to say taco, and I, I like those. Well, yeah, that, yeah, I know what that is. Right. So, um, But, yeah, he's doing a great job just um, really creating a positive culture within his program. Well, and in the winter sports season – the Newman Jets not only had the Freshman Wrestler of the Year, which was an incredible honor for that program and hoping to get guys back to the national tournament yet again, which they did make a return this year. But women's basketball going to the MIAA tournament for the first time ever. I know that Coach R.J. Allen is excited about the guys that he's going to be having back. But uh, women's basketball, that was an exciting time. We certainly wish it could have been longer in Kansas City for Coach Drew and Coach Nicole. But them and uh, some success with the Freshman Wrestler of the Year. So the sky's the limit for for the wrestling program as well. You bet. And we talk a lot in our coaches' meetings about culture and and just individually with coaches and building kind of that um, that mindset and the and the success culture. And it like again, it takes time and patience. Um, but it was good to have a wrestler back at the national championships. And Zach was able to go and and learn about that because sure. we're hosting um, at, Wichita is hosting wrestling national championships coming up so um yeah you know, 2024 to, in park yeah. city at hartman arena the jets are the host institution for that and so you know as, as if you guys didn't have enough stuff going on <laughs> in the regular year uh, you also be hosting some <laughs> national championships coming up very shortly why not <laughs> sure what's uh, what's one more thing right <laughs> that's right november isn't busy enough <laughs> no that's right yeah. yeah we need more to do well and you know you look at what the spring has has brought uh boy this men's baseball team for the Jets is just a win away, we think, from making the MIAA tournament. Uh, they have really played well here recently, getting the series win. We're going to talk some Newman Jets baseball here in just a couple of minutes with Eli Wall off the baseball team. We'll also meet a new men's soccer coach coming up here in just a second. I'm going to get to coach about that in here in just a little bit. But, boy, this baseball team uh, going and, and kind of taking it to Pittsburgh State on Sunday to win that series. Jenner Steele having an amazing week, the MIAA hitter of the week. Uh, this baseball team's been really exciting to watch and playing maybe their best baseball down the stretch. Hard to tell you how good it feels. Um, it, that was Those were two huge wins. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, I think going into the weekend, they were thinking, get one. Yes, you know? absolutely. And, and so you get the first one, and you're thinking, okay, we've done what we came to do. Uh, but they weren't done yet. No. And um, just to see some of those guys have such a great senior year um, – has been so rewarding because sometimes it doesn't always, you know, the script isn't always made that Correct. way. So, so this has been awesome. And, and Jenner, you know, was hitter of the week and, um, he has just been phenomenal. You know, he's going to be a teacher. Yes. <laughs> Which is a, a little bit, you know, from talking to people about him and hearing coach talk about him seems like it'll be an interesting fit for whatever school hires him. Oh, he'll be a gym. Yes, for sure. Definitely. Uh, The men's soccer program is a program that is going to be making a change here, which was announced on the website a few months ago. Uh, It's a long tenure, obviously that comes to an end. You'll meet the new soccer coach, Victor Dominguez. He is going to be next on the jet cast. What were you, when you decided to make the change, which is something that, you know, when you're moving on from a different coach, a different era, um, you know, obviously there's going to be mixed feelings about that. But when, what goes into your decision 
when you are deciding whether or not to make a change? And then what are you looking for when you look for a new coach? And what specifically were you looking for in a new men's soccer coach? So I think uh, one of the things that I try to think about first is the student athletes. Sure. So how are we providing a good experience for them in the constraints that we might have? So, um, so when you're hiring someone and and this would go for any position, um, we need somebody that can, can come in and, and listen to the student athletes. So what is it that you want now? Granted, there are things that we have to follow and things we have to do. So we can't do everything that they want. But they're growing up in a very interesting time right now and and, and have been probably for the last, you know, six, seven years. Um, And and so we have to listen to them. You know, we have to understand what they're going through. They didn't grow up the same way that I grew up. I didn't have cell phone until I was in college. Um, So, you know, they've got all this instant access. And I think across the board in athletics, it makes it difficult to coach in this day and age um, because everything is so instant. And success isn't always instant. No, it's not. So to try to teach them the patience is really, really hard. Um, So just somebody that's ready to, you know, I, I think what we get out of Victor is energy. And I think you'll see that. I think you'll see that he doesn't stop. He's just, he's nonstop. Sure. He has insomnia. So um, <laughs> we figure he's going to work 24 uh, seven. Not that he needs to, but <laughs> right. um, it's not healthy. So, uh, but we're really excited about, um, you know, again, like we talked to the coaches about, about a culture, you know, a culture of success, a culture of responsibility and respect and, and all of those things that, that are the little things that we talk about that translate into wins at some point. And when you were interviewing the soccer coaches that were interested in the job, and I know that there were, it wasn't just Victor, there were several applicants for the job, you know, as you interviewed him and as you've gotten to know Coach Dominguez, what do you think that he is going to bring to this program other than his youthful energy, which we're going to, mm-hmm. you again, stay tuned. He's going to be on the next segment. You'll get to meet him. He's just the second men's soccer coach in the history of the Division II era of the program and the third in the history of the school. But what do you think that he will bring? What do you hope that he brings to the soccer program? Uh, accountability. Um, I think that um, when you watch soccer, I think you'll see teams um, that don't have a lot of Oh. So go tough, ahead. You can tough put your, questions. You can put your you can put your coaching <laughs> hat on here. Um, uh, I I just think we need we need for him to make sure that they are living out Newman's mission. Sure. Right. So they're they're they have respect for themselves, for each other, for others, um, and you can see that on the field, right? Like I or on the court, on any playing surface. I think you can really see um, when that program is built on accountability, respect, um, and and so that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. And and when you watch other teams and you see it, you know what it looks like. Well, and another thing that I know that you're looking forward to is maybe just a little bit of downtime for mm-hmm. you and your staff. I know that there's more stuff coming up, but, um, you know, 
you have to push a long time in athletics, especially at the Division II level, which is really interesting because the NCAA likes to say, oh, well, we're the level of life and the balance <laughs> and all this other stuff, which is like, yeah, do you actually live that life at all, NCAA? It's or, just for the student or, Yeah, do you just, yeah <laughs> not really for anybody else, but um, you know, how much do you appreciate the work of everybody that's been here on staff and every all the hard work and hours that they've put in to, you know, because there's a lot of people that don't get to sit in your seat here uh, that have a lot to do with making everything successful around uh, athletics and making all the events happen it takes a it takes a large fleet to make this happen doesn't it yeah oh it's not just me and um, it's so many other people that have um, that give their they kind of give their lives right to Newman athletics and um, and they're ready for a break too yeah and um, I always say these bags don't just they didn't (laughs) come just from me uh, as they were just right there yeah us Newman right there Um, but like Jordan's one of them you know sports information never stops yeah never stops and it's constant Um, Zach Riley our graduate assistant Who's graduating? Yeah, how sad is that oh, going to be? I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> um, I don't know what we're going to do without her. It's going to be awful. Uh, but, you know, there's, they, they cover me, too. You know, in the spring, my kids are very busy, too. And sure. we have something every night, whether it's Newman or whether it's at home. And um, so, you know, they're there for me. They're yeah. like, we got this all the time. So I have good people. And I think that's what they always tell you. Surround yourself with good people. Sure. Well, and, you know, I don't know if this is a good time or, I, you know, I just, I didn't have this on my notes to bring up, but it's my show. So I'm going to bring it up anyway. But uh, you have a couple of employees that are going to be getting married as it turns out. Oh, How yes, exciting yes. is that for, yeah. uh, for Zach and Riley? Yeah. Yeah. That, they, they surprised me. I had no idea it was coming. I was probably as surprised as Riley. Um, they came in one day and, Uh, I was talking about something that happened over the weekend and I had grabbed Riley's left hand and I was explaining how this happened. And then I put her hand down and she said, do you want to hold my hand again? And I thought, that was weird. So, um, I said, sure. And I grabbed her hand and I was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, I had tears in my eyes and it takes a lot for that. Um, so they were like, that's the exact reaction we were looking for. (laughs) They should have got somebody in there from social media. That would have been awesome. Um, but we're very, very happy for both of them. Obviously. Um, I know that there's going to be downtime coming, but it's never too early to start thinking about the jet open. You betcha. And I know that the first day that you think about the jet open is probably the day after the day after the jet open. Maybe do you give them 24 hours after yeah. the jet open? Like this is a 24 hour period where you don't have to think about the jet open. But after that, you're already thinking about the next year's jet open. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of cleanup and a lot of finish. Sure. So it takes a little longer than that. But um, yeah. So uh, Billy Murphy, you know, has um, transitioned or added a role. Yes. For director of advancement for athletics, and um, he is busy with the Jet Open as well as myself. Um, you know, getting sponsorships, getting prepared, and um, getting things on order. So. Yes, and this is the biggest Newman's uh, athletic sponsorship opportunity. Maybe I mean, along with Giving Day, obviously a ton of people give to athletics on Giving Day as well. But this is the main fundraiser of the year for Newman Athletics. There's going to be a ton of information on the website still. Uh, availability if you would like to be a golfer this year or if you'd like to be a sponsor this year you can go to newmanjets.com follow newman jets on twitter there's going to be all kinds of stuff happening uh, after the calendar turns to may
May, uh, you'll be getting stuff about the Newman uh, Jet Open all summer. So if you'd like to play, we would love to see you out there yet again. And can you just give the people who might be listening or watching here just an idea of how important this event is to what you guys are able to do as an athletic department? Yeah. Yeah. No, this, um, you know, 100% of the funds go to the athletic department. Uh, generally speaking, we use that money to uh, make improvements around campus. Um, one of the projects that we're really thinking and looking at is um, a kind of a renovation of the weight room. Okay. So right now uh, we're limited. It's a smaller space, but then we're even limited with our equipment of how many people we can get in there at one time. And this is the weight room is not, you know, there are some programs you know you look at the division one level at a place like alabama and there are different sports have their own weight room this is a this is really a project that would touch every single student athlete that newman has yes correct yeah and so that's why with the money that we make from the jet open that's um it's easy for me to spend money on something like that because it does touch every single student athlete well and you've talked about you know increasing the student athlete experience. I know that Zach has done that with some sponsorships that he brought in on that side, just to have opportunities available to student athletes uh, for some cryotherapy. Uh, You know, we appreciate all the sponsors that we have. I know that that's something, you know, that adds something a little bit to the package, especially when you're able to do more of those things in this NIL era where maybe you couldn't have before. Um, But you've also talked about that in terms of facilities, you know, all of that, all those things really do help the student-athlete experience, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah. No, and there's just little things, you know, and I think that's what you're always thinking of. How can you get better? Um, what Maybe it's big, maybe it's little, but how do we keep pushing and how do we keep getting better? Well, I, the last question for you then is, what is the next big thing? Next, we've talked a lot about, you know, facilities in the past. We've talked about student-athlete experience. That's been the two main things that you've talked to me about is, you know, we have some facilities, things we want to get done. We've talked about baseball. You've talked about the weight room. We've also talked about student-athlete experience, and that was something that you mentioned really back in 2019, your mm-hmm. first day on the job, the first time I I had you up here is that we need to have a great student athlete experience here in Newman. So it, what's the next overarching goal, the next five, 10, 20, you know, how, I don't know how long of a project it'll be, but what's the next thing that you think you're looking at in terms of, of elevating Newman athletes, the student athlete experience or the, or the fan experience? Yeah. So I think a couple of things. So one, we do request uh, feedback from student athletes every year. And so through that, we try to see if there's kind of a common theme of where can we get better. Sure. Um, so we'll see what that is because those are all flooding in. Um, and then uh, we're hopefully going to be starting on a turf project okay. for our outdoor sports. So baseball, softball, soccer. Okay. Um, that's going to take a lot of support Absolutely. and a lot of time. And um, looking forward to it, though, I think it'll give um, it'll get a better give a better experience for those particular student athletes. I, if if you know anything about baseball and softball, those student athletes put a lot into their facilities themselves, mm-hmm. and um, which is admirable, and I love that part of it. But I also know that it takes a lot of time. It does. 
And so if we can give back some time to people and coaches that also take care in soccer, coaches are working on their fields as well in the summer. And um, if we can give that time back, I think that benefits our student athletes as well. When do you anticipate, you know, so you're just kind of, you know, saying, hey, this is something that we would like to do. When do you anticipate the start of an actual campaign or what what that would look like for somebody out there who says, you know what, I, I would like to support something like that at Newman uh I have a meeting next week okay so maybe <laughs> so maybe soonish yeah okay I'm hoping sooner than later okay so you know so I guess what we're going to say is stay tuned to the Newman Jets uh social media newmanjets.com uh, there may be something coming out here pretty soon and obviously anytime that you want to call and make a donation it's 316-942-4291 just ask for athletics I'll get you to the right place <laughs> you know it's not a problem we'll get you if you would like to support athletics uh we would love to have your support. We thank you for watching and listening all these years to the show, and obviously this year as well. Joanna Pryor, we thank you for your time as well. Thank you so yes. much. Have a great summer. I know it's still going to be somewhat busy, but uh, do take some time for yourself. Different kind of busy. It is a different yes. kind of busy. And thank you, Blake, oh, for everything you do You're for so us. welcome. It's been such a great year, and we're not quite done yet. We've got the head men's soccer coach. We will introduce you to your new Newman men's soccer coach when we come back on the JetCast. Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook. Facebook. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi, you'll hear the sounds of hope, health, and strength. Because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita, listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org. Coming this fall to Wilkins Field, a new era of Newman Jet soccer. It's my privilege to welcome and introduce you to the second coach in program history in the Division II era. He's just the third men's soccer coach ever at the school, Victor Dominguez. Coach Dominguez previously was an assistant and interim head coach at Texas Permian Basin, helped the Falcons their first ever Lone Star Conference tournament in 2021. And he's also the head coach of the West Texas Football Club in the National Premier Soccer League. Coach Dominguez, welcome to Wichita. Thanks so much for being here on the thank, show today. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, you've made the adjustment here to the air capital of the world. How <laughs> is life in Wichita so far for you? Yeah, it's, it's been great. People have been welcoming. You know, I can actually have some sightseeing things to do around here. Like, I can enjoy myself a little bit. So, it's it's been great. I'm enjoying it. Well, So, Texas Permian Basin, your last stop. Mm -hmm. The men's soccer program was terminated there along with, I think, cross country. That's a difficult thing to go through. I'm sure for you professionally, you as a leader of young men, and, and obviously for the guys themselves, how difficult was that and how did you help those guys and, and a program there that was ending and I'm sure hurting when they got the news? How did you help them move forward and how did you try to move yourself forward? 
Yeah, so, I mean, it was very, very tough when we got the news and it was kind of an abrupt telling of us or for us. Um, but, you know, we just kind of, we had a couple of training sessions afterwards. Obviously, myself and the boys were, were hurting, so it was kind of, nobody really wanted to go to the pitch anymore. We didn't really know what we were going to do, what was going to happen. Um, but we still kept in touch. I helped you know, numerous of them get recruited. Obviously, I'm bringing a couple of them with sure. me. I'm um, still helping a few of them get recruited. Um, and before I even came here, like we still, I spoke with Joanna. I was like, hey, like, do you mind if I stay and have these last scrimmages with the guys just so I can be there for them and we can have film, like some extra film for these guys to get recruited and stuff. Um, so we did that. We played uh, Saturday and Sunday, and then I just turned around and came here and started on that Monday. So. Well, and here <laughs> you are now. So the Newman job opens, and I'm not sure, obviously, of the timeline of when UTPB, you know, informed you guys versus when this job opened. But what excited you about this possibility of coming to Wichita? Um, it's just what I kept saying in my interviews. Uh, I wanted to go to a place where I could make a difference and I could feel like I, I mattered. Um, Obviously, I've played against Newman when I used to play in college. So I've seen, you know, the previous history of the program, the success of the program. Um, not sure where down the line or what happened. Um, and I just felt like I could come here and make a difference. And obviously, it was a change of place on scenery and oh, town sure. and stuff like that. So, you know, it was and, and most likely weather, too, I'm guessing, compared to, <laughs> to Texas and Odessa. I don't know if I'm enjoying the weather that much. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cold. It's, it's six out of the seven days. Like today, I woke up and it's yeah, cold. <laughs> it is. Well, and see, the thing is, we don't even really consider this cold. This uh, is exactly. Just, this is just a little cool. You know, once we get into January, you may say, oh, well, yeah, yeah the, he wasn't lying. Um, early workouts, I know that you – I've seen you guys out there. Obviously, you have met with the team. You've done some workouts with the team. What has that process been like as you have met uh, this group of guys that, that you've inherited? And obviously, I'm, I'm sure, as you mentioned, recruiting process still going on, bringing your guys in from UTPB, finding the right pieces to bring in. But what's that been process – what's that process been like in terms of meeting the Jets that are already here? Yeah. No, it's it's been a good good transition. I think um, they had a lot of, uh, I guess, negative things in the past, and even within the team, the culture, and within amongst themselves. Um, but I just think even for them, as as much as it was for me, it just needed a, a kind of a new direction and sure. a new change and a new face or something. Um, so since I've been here, they they've been great. Obviously, we've had a couple of hiccups that we've you know we've talked about it, we've met about it, and we've sorted it out amongst ourselves. And you know we've just kept moving forward and kept going and kept pushing. And you know same with the weights in the morning. It's at 5 a.m. So that's already a hurdle <laughs> and adversity in itself. And you know they're there, they're doing it, they're they're pulling their own way. Like Kieran's been you know giving me all the the feedback and he's like no they've been great so i have zero complaints on them right now you've talked a lot about culture already just between me and you when you think about the kind of culture that you want to build this is the first time you've been the head coach of a program not as the interim at least at the collegiate level when you think about the kind of culture that you want to be associated with you mm -hmm. and obviously by extension with Newman Jet Soccer, what do you envision that culture being? Yeah, so we have a couple of things that I always say in my meetings with them, and uh, the first one is commitment. Um, so we go from that, like you have to be committed in everything that you do, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's in the weights, whether it's on the pitch, whether it's, you know, a five-yard sprint, whether it's a 15-yard sprint, sure. whatever it is, you've got to be committed to doing it and do it with the utmost passion, and that's 
my end point to all of that is you have to have passion in what you do. Like whether you envision yourself playing pro or envision yourself being, you know, the doctor, whatever it is, you've got to do it to your utmost ability and put everything that you have into it. Obviously, like that derives from how my upbringing is and my attitude and my personality. Um, You know, I'm intense and demanding on the sideline and I'm going, that's just because I want the absolute best. I want us to chase uh, perfection and excellence and stuff like that. So, you know, if I don't put my passion into it and my all into it, they're going to know it and they're going to, you know, sense that fakeness and they're not going to buy into the the product, into the the process that I want the team to go towards. So, you know, everything that you do, you just put your all into it. Well, you're not that far removed from your (laughs) own playing days. Are there any times when you get out there, have you gotten out there on the pitch with the guys and said, no, this is how it's done? Oh, I'm always with the bib on. (laughs) I'm always on the field. (laughs) You're always ready to go at a moment's notice. Oh, you can ask Felix. He's 0-3 against me right now. Wow. Okay. So the challenge has been thrown down for sure you know not just with your culture but you know there's definitely different styles of soccer that can be played in terms of the kind of soccer that you want your team to play what do you feel like Newman Jets obviously it may take more than one year to implement a style change Uh, I'm going to be completely honest not a huge soccer expert here on on this side of the desk at least Um, but you know compared to what had been run Mm -hmm. and I'm sure coach Brown had made modifications over the years as well but in terms of what was being run how much you know what do you feel like the style of soccer that you want to play is when people come out to watch you this fall what kind of a soccer team are you hoping that they will see yeah um so I'm a I'm a prideful person when it comes to football or soccer and I want to keep it I want to keep the ball want to move the ball build from the back and just expose the other teams by moving the ball left and right and then breaking the lines going forward um Defensively, I'm demanding. Go be demanding, be intense, be aggressive, be gritty. Um, I want to high press every single team, and I want to go after teams when the ball is high up the pitch as we can so we're closest to the goal and we just need to connect one or two passes and, you know, get a shot on target or something, finish the play. Um, so it's like I told these guys, like, I think what to expect is an exciting, exciting soccer and exciting product on the field because these guys are going to get after it whenever we don't have the ball. And when we do, it's going to be fun to watch because they're going to be moving the ball, which is the pretty side of football. And then whenever we get it out to our attacking players, then it's the exciting where I'm going to let them be creative and express themselves and have fun because my job is to get them to the closest to the goal. And after that, it's like, hey, you know, take people on, dribble past players, do a fancy pass, whatever it is. The final third is yours to have fun as long as we finish the play and, you know, then sure. continue to enjoy the game because sometimes we treat it like a job and, you know, everybody's here because, you know, they started off because they enjoyed the sport, they wanted to play the sport, and they had fun playing the sport. So, yes, we need to be, you know, composed and uh discipline to build from the back so we can't lose it and allow a goal to happen but once we finish that part and we get towards their goal then it's like all right now this is when you know pretend you're at the playground or something have fun so you mentioned your job and you've actually got another job because when you came in you were also the head coach of west texas fc in the national premier soccer league that's obviously back in texas so you're going to be coaching two different teams two very different levels (laughs) one a professional team one here in ncaa division two how do you envision that split working but obviously you know you've got two separate teams to manage and i'm sure you know when you're coaching 
professionals, that's a much different level <laughs> of commitment, much different level of athlete as well. So how do you kind of blend both? And obviously, I know even while you're coaching West Texas, mm-hmm. uh, you're still going to have your eye on the Jets. And, and probably while you're with the Jets, may have an eye on West Texas as well. Yeah. No, I'm currently doing that at the moment. So um, it doesn't doesn't change anything. Like I think that's one of the the pros of being a young and energetic person and <laughs> currently you know it's just me myself and sure. you know Jordan at the house so it's like <laughs> I get right. to I get to you know spend my entire days working on it so obviously right now at Newman like I'm doing a lot of recruiting and recruiting and recruiting but for West Texas FC like you know we've just been planning for the session planning since we start on Monday and planning for games and lineups and when guys are going to arrive and stuff like that um, but on both sides, the best thing for me has just been the staff over here, like Vic and Cole and now Matt as the next GA that's going to start in the fall. Like, they've been absolutely great. Like, I show up to the training pitch and everything is set up. You know, they bring everything out. They've been helping. Vic's been helping with recruiting. You know, it's been it's been tremendous, and it's a, it makes it a very easy transition, and it takes a lot of off of my load. And then for West Texas FC, you know, Lee, Elmer, and Alex, they've been tremendous, and Melissa, our director of operations, like – hands down one of the best people I've worked with so far like she's just put on so many different hats and has helped so much and she continues to help and so you know it makes my job easier where I'm just like hey do you want to play for me yes no okay next person you want to play for me yes okay get in the lineup and this is how we're going to do things and we move forward and I don't have to worry about everything in the background because everybody else has been pulling their weights and so I've been extremely grateful on both sides. Now one thing that people may not know is you know because you came up here kind of in the middle of the year trying to figure things out uh jordan cooterer our sports information director has been living in the dorm he was supposed to be a ga this whole year so he's planning to get his own place but uh <laughs> happened to have a bunk open in the room and coach dominguez comes up you know short order you need to find a place to sleep for a few months and so you two have kind of been roommates here for these last few weeks how has that been, and uh, who's a better roommate, you or Jordan? Oh, no, he's 100% a better roommate. I'm living like a freshman in college <laughs> right now. <laughs> I do not mind exposing myself right now. I just came here, and I'm just like, uh, you know what? I'm gone in a month. I'm just going to focus sure. on the job. And, you know, I've been eating McDonald's every day instead of actually, you know, buying pots and pans and cooking. Sure. And, yeah, he's definitely been 100% a better roommate. <laughs> so so are you going to be more excited to get your own place, or is he going to be more excited that he is not living with you? How, do you, uh, how does that work? Oh, I don't know. Jordan is behind the camera, by the way. At, at this point, I'll probably go with him because I know he'll keep it tidy and clean, and I get to play with his cat. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that, that will be something that you'll miss once you guys get your own places. Well, welcome to Wichita. Last thing for you, um, you know, how excited are you, and, and how much more do you feel like you've got to do to be ready You know, I know that we've still got the whole summer break ahead of us and it'll be uh, nice to have some time off. I'm sure for you, you won't have as much time off since you'll have another team to coach. But uh, I know that August for those preseason workouts, it's going to get here real quick. So uh, how do you get yourself ready and how do you get these guys ready to come in here and uh, get set for the MIAA and Mm -hmm. GAC schedule that they will face uh, coming up in August and September? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like right now, I'm just trying to finalize our our roster, um, just have everything in line in place, and then, um, well, my biggest thing is trying to finalize it before I leave for Texas, obviously, because I want to have everything in place before I sure. go, and it's a lot easier to communicate with people in person than it is through text, and maybe it gets lost in translation. Um, so this week we have 
two today actually and then I think five or six um, guys coming in to train with the team and do their whole campus visits and stuff like that so um, hopefully we we finish all of that and by the time I leave to Texas I can send them you know summer workout packets philosophy mythology everything that we're gonna talk about in the fall um, but right now it's just the guys that are here we just continue to you know some of them are getting frustrated well we're doing this we're doing that and it's like yes yeah, just trust the process because in this in the fall it's more than likely going to be almost a completely brand new team. Um, sure. So I need everybody, even like you guys, to be the base of, hey, everybody that's coming in, we're pushing this way or we're pulling this way and we're going this way. Um, so right now we just need to take this week and continue to hit it hard in training and hit it hard in recruiting. And then hopefully by Saturday, maybe it's unrealistic, but hopefully by Saturday, you know, the roster's finalized. Everybody's got their NLI signs and, you know, I know exactly who's coming in and what we're going to do in the fall. He is just the second men's soccer coach in the history of the Division II program and just the third men's soccer coach in the history of the school. Victor Dominguez and his Jets are coming to Wilkins Field this fall. Coach, can't wait to see you guys out on the pitch. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. We will wrap up the show talking some Newman Jets baseball to wrap up the year on the JetCast when we come back. Don Linger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Don Linger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at donlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Don Linger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Hi friends, Phil Nightingale, General Manager at Mount Hamilton Ford. Have you been thinking about a new SUV? Right now is a great time to buy a new Ford at the big one of 119th and West Kellogg. EcoSport, Escape, Edge, Explore, Expedition. Melhom Ford is sure to have the right vehicle to fit your size. And you know you can count on us with this great selection to find the right SUV at the best price to fit your budget. Check us out online or in person. Let us make your purchase easy with pickup and delivery right from your home or work. Mel Hamilton Ford, experience the difference. Last segment of the year here on the JetCast and the Jet baseball team making their last road trip of the year with a chance to make the MIAA tournament. They have put themselves in position after beating Pittsburgh State last week. First ever NCAA Division II era series win over the Gorillas. The Jets will head to Northeastern State for a three-game series this weekend. The Jets win one game, and they are in to the MIAA tournament to talk to us about it. Outfielder from Ponca City, Oklahoma, a junior on this baseball team, Eli Wall, hitting 320 on the year, playing center field for the Jets with hits in each game of the Pittsburgh State Series. Eli, thank you so much for being on the program. Really appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, that first ever win over Pittsburgh State MIAA era – um, that had to be very exciting for you guys. You know, you guys play very well on Friday. Uh, don't play your best game at all on Saturday. How did you guys come back with such a great performance in the Sunday game? And, boy, you not just run rule them, but you shut them out. I mean, uh, going into this weekend, we knew Pitt State was a good team. Uh, obviously, they were ranked third in the conference. Um, they were the third-ranked uh, hitting team just right below us. So we knew going into it we are going to have to fight. Um, came out strong Friday, got the win, uh, took a lot of pressure off our backs because we just needed – we really just wanted to focus on getting one win sure. so we could uh, really focus on beating Northeastern and making it into the tournament. Um, but, yeah, come out Friday real strong, win that game. 
Saturday come out lackadaisical, uh, not a lot of energy, and then Pitt State kind of brought it to us. So we knew coming into it Sunday, we had nothing to lose, uh, just kind of leave it all on the line, and might as well go try to win another game. <laughs> yeah, you um, might as well. So we just also just so happened to run rule them 11-0. to zero. So that was nice. Uh, bats came out hot. There was a lot of energy. Um, and Nate pitched an amazing Amazing game. He just did great. And then Andrew Preve came in and closed it out. Slammed the door shut. Yep. Yeah, you guys had a couple of really good pitching performances uh, with Nate Denniston was an a honorable mention for the MIAA Pitcher of the Week. Uh, you know, maybe he should have got it instead of the Washburn guy. Well, well, you know, not, not sure. Don't want to throw shade on anybody too much for that. But uh, Jenner Steele, the MIAA Hitter of the Week yep. with a home run in every game of that series. Four home runs. He's got 19 of the year. What's it like being the teammate of, of Jenner Steele? How much are you going to miss this guy next oh, year? Dude, me and Jenner, uh, Jenner's one of my dudes, man. We're together like almost every day, no matter what, you know, playing 2K or, you know, just hanging out, sure. hitting, hitting extra or whatnot. Um, he's a treasure, man. He, he's different. <laughs> uh, he is absolutely on fire right now. But baseball is looking like a beach ball for him. Yeah. Uh, just seeing it super well, swinging it well. He's a great guy to be around, um, you know, just being around him and, you know, kind of just taking notes, you know, giving each other tips and tricks, you know, and just talking about, you know, what we've been through in the past and where we've come from. Um, I'm going to miss him a lot. So when you are playing 2K with Jenner and Jenner is doing well, how how irritating is that? It has to be, you know, pretty loud in the dorm when, when or in the or in the baseball team house when that happens. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, it's not it's not a quiet game when I play Jenner. <laughs> uh, we're both super energetic, loud people, so it gets pretty rowdy really quick. Which two K game are you guys typically playing? Um, it's usually twenty three, two K twenty three, okay. the newer one. Um, we'll we'll banter into the show sometimes too. We'll play MLB okay. the show. Um, that's kind of my forte. He likes to play 2K more than I do. But. Sure. And uh, which sport of 2K is this? Uh, basketball. Basketball. basketball yeah. So, yeah, the you know they used to make football games for right, 2K. Yeah. People said they were actually pretty good. Some people still play those. So, uh, you know, you had a hit in every game of the Pittsburgh State Series. Uh, didn't hit your best against Missouri Southern, but they're a really good team. You haven't had too many spurts of games where you guys, where you have not gotten a hit. How important was it for you to put that Southern series behind you and come back and perform well against Pittsburgh State? I mean, it was really important. Uh, obviously, didn't play my best against Southern. Didn't play my best against Pitt either. Um, but just coming off of coming off of Missouri Southern, uh, I wasn't seeing the ball very well. They had good pitchers, which credit to them. Yeah. Um, but wasn't seeing the ball very well, and I knew I had to do something to just help the team win, you know, just find a way to get on base, find a way to, you know, just see the ball, stay, stay to my approach, and, uh, you know, just be a leader on the team to just try to find a way to help us win. Um, so, you know, didn't play my best against Pitt, but I did get a hit in it every game, um, and I was just trying to keep my head high because everyone was doing so well around me, um, and we were performing so well as a team, so it was, I mean, it was hard to get down on myself. Obviously, always expect the best you know want to go four for four every game but sure obviously that's not possible it's hard so. to hard to feel too bad about a three-game hitting streak absolutely going into the last week of the season absolutely. not only that but you got your first stolen base since march in oh, wow. that series wow um i obviously from your reaction i'm guessing you didn't know that because you're a guy who has a very very high steal rate you're very successful when you do steal so how did that feel obviously that's not something that you've talked about i guess the situations have just not been there to put you in motion to this point over the last month right um or maybe from your reaction maybe you're thinking you know maybe i should 
steal every time. <laughs> I don't know what Coach Mouse would think about that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, I did not know that. That is kind of interesting. Um, I guess most of the time I do get on with people in front of me, so, I mean, that's not a bad thing. But, um, yeah, it was actually the play was a, a bunt and run. Sean, Sean was hitting. He was supposed to bunt while I stole, um, but the pitch was way outside, so. I guess it worked out. Yeah, it did. Base, well, so. and, you know, you, you talk about uh, Coach Mouse out there. Um, is there going to be a conversation between you and Coach when we get done in terms of, you know, hey, Coach, uh, maybe, I, maybe I should steal a little bit more? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to put any blame on him because I, I always have the green light to steal. So okay. I guess I'm going to have to wear this one. I had no idea that was a that was a stat that coming into this. That I didn't is, know. But. That is a real stat yeah. that we looked up. We do real research for the show. That's wild. Okay, uh, yeah. Speaking of, of research for the show, and sometimes when you're a good interviewer, you have to react to the information that's presented to you or what you see. And as you guys know, if you're listening or if you're watching, you obviously know that we actually put these videos on YouTube on the new athletics youtube channel and there are links all over to find it but if you're watching you may be noticing that eli wall looks a little bit worse for wear today a little bit of a shiner there on the right eye uh and this hack actually happened i didn't know what happened at the time but this actually happened in the washita baptist game you fouled off a pitch that hit you in the head which i'm not sure i had ever seen before um, what happened on that play? You, I remember during the game, you fought valiantly to keep your spot in the lineup. Yeah. You were overruled by, I don't know if it was by Coach Mouse. I think it was by Coach Mouse and not Cam. Yeah. But you were overruled. Uh, what happened on that play, and, and how hard did that ball hit you? <laughs> um, so, uh, wasn't having a good day against OBU either, but uh, it was a fastball inside, you know, just try to fight it off. And, you know, Coaches always tell you keep your eye on the ball, so I guess I took that a little too literally. Um, fastball inside, hit it right off the end of the bat, and it just came up and popped me right in the eye. Um, and at first I was super confused. I didn't know how it happened. And then when I opened my eye, I was like, wow, I can still see. This is weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then, you know, Cam and Mouse came over, and they were like, dude, your eye's going to be completely swollen shut in 20 minutes. You're not going to play. And I was like, oh, I kind of just want to finish this at bat. It's not going to take 20 minutes. But, <laughs> we'll but that's bat. just kind of what happened. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I, God, on that play, that, that was an inside pitch, wasn't yeah. it? It looked yeah. like that made that the. It, when you swung, it looked like they had a better chance of hitting you than actually you getting – but somehow you made contact with yeah. it. I mean, it probably would have hit me anyways. So. <laughs> yeah. But well, anyway, you, you have recovered well. Uh, Northeastern State coming up on the road. How much have you guys talked about this series with the Riverhawks? Um, a lot. You know, the focus – I mean, even going into Pitt, you know, it's really about beating, beating them because we're kind of in the standings with Northeastern. Um, but, you know, obviously after – playing good ball against Pitt. Um, everyone's saying, you know, one game, all we need to win is one game to get in. But our focus is winning the series, obviously. Sure. Two, two to three games, uh, securing our spot in the sixth seed, and then hopefully going back and playing Pitt, um, if not playing Washburn, get some revenge on them. Um, but just securing our spot in the sixth seed is a huge focus for us. Yeah, it would certainly be nice to not have to go to Missouri Southern or Central Missouri. They've played very, very well this year. Uh, So we'll make this your last question. Obviously, you guys are in position to do something that this program has never done in making the MIAA tournament. It's been since 2014, since the Jets played postseason baseball. How do you go into that game with, you know, the knowledge of everything that you can achieve, but obviously – you want to not put too much pressure on yourself personally and also as a team 
to try to live up to what your expectations for the season are. You know, we talked with Coach Mouse, talked with you about it before, you know, the, the team I know talked about it. We're talking to your teammates about this being the goal. And especially, and I know that not everybody on the team was here last year, but making sure that what happened last year, missing it by a tiebreaker didn't happen again. So how do you go into that and not put too much pressure on yourself when you have the full knowledge of what you can achieve this weekend? Right. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, it kind of comes down to this one one weekend, but, I mean, we've prepared all year for this, um, just getting ourselves in the right position to be able to control our own destiny, as Mal says. Um, but, you know, in my personal opinion, it's not about making the tournament, but it's about, you know, playing well in the tournament. You know, it's not just like we haven't been there since 2014, but it's not just about making it in and then, you know, automatically getting out or sure. whatnot. It's about performing and uh, – trying to make the overall goal of getting to carry North Carolina. So, uh, to me, there's not a lot of pressure, personally. Um, it's just we're, we're, we need to do what we do best and play together as a team, you know, keep the bats alive um, and back our pitchers up in the field. Um, so, just going into this weekend, just being able to do what we do um, and not focus on making into the tournament, but focus on staying hot and continuing that hot streak while we're in the tournament. It is a three-game series scheduled for uh, Tahlequah, Oklahoma, against the Riverhawks of NSU. Five o'clock for the first pitch on Friday, although I have been told that there is rain in the forecast for northeastern Oklahoma. So you may want to stay tuned to Newman Jets BSB on Twitter. They'll have the updates for you if the schedule were to get moved. But as as of now, three-game series Friday, Saturday, Sunday with a 5 o'clock first pitch on Friday for the Jets and the Riverhawks as both of those teams are actually tied in the standings right now and both teams need a win to get in and guarantee their spot in the MIAA tournament. Eli, thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Best of luck to you and the Navy and Red this weekend. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Well, it's a couple of programming notes for you. This is obviously our last show of the year, but we do want to remind you that we do have Newman Jets softball here at home on on Friday and Saturday, they're celebrating Senior Day on Saturday. So if you can make it out, they would love to have you at the ballpark at NU Softball Field at the Diamond Sports Complex this weekend as Newman Softball plays their final games of the year Friday and Saturday. And if you want to keep up with the Jets baseball team, you can watch those games. Again, 5 o'clock first pitch on Friday. You can watch that game and all the games in the series on the MIAA Network, the MIAA Network.com slash Newman. Really appreciate you guys for watching and listening all year long. Everybody else behind the camera jordan nathaniel everybody who's edited the videos all the guests all the coaches really appreciate everybody for being a part of the show here this year enjoy your summer it won't be too long before we're talking volleyball soccer coach dominguez will be back on it will be the 2023-24 season before we know it but until then enjoy your summer blake crimson wichita saying go jets